Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 436, recorded live on Halloween, October 31st, 2015. Was was that your spooky voice? That was my spooky voice. It was not very spooky. Sorry. Um, so here are your hosts, the man who dressed up as a wizard yesterday, Dave. Hello. Hi. And the man who dressed up as a conference goer, Andy Lowe. Hi. You went to a conference? Yeah. Remember that conference that I was going to speak at? No. The one where I was going to talk to high school students about what I learned about the industry and what they need to do to get into it. And you thought I was going to be all cynical. Okay. I vaguely remember this, mostly because I remember telling you that you were going to be like super cynical and jaded. (laughs) I wasn't actually that bad. <laughs> it's, it's a glowing review. Wasn't that bad. Well, I, I did point out at one point that, you know, the number of jobs is not increasing. It's getting harder. And I kind of pointed out to them, like, you need to stand out from the crowd. It's like, yes, you can get a degree in this sort of thing, which they're all doing. But it's all about the experience, especially since we had other people on here who did not get degrees in broadcasting yet are still working in the broadcasting industry. Right. So what experience did you then recommend to them? Um, Well, I said, like, if you're going in for journalism, everybody's got a cell phone now that's got a camera. Everybody could get themselves a YouTube channel and post their stuff online. It's like you just got to get into doing it every week. And I actually talked about the podcast as well on that. Neat. So, hey, maybe we have some new listeners. Maybe. I didn't actually give the name, though. I just realized that. (laughs) If I had to come up with one flaw of this podcast, um, it's the fact that neither Andy nor I really are great at publicizing it. No. We we just kind of do it. Yeah. Like I talked about, it's like it keeps my chops like on par because it's an hour of audio that i have to edit every week granted most of that editing now is done by scripts automatic yeah yeah that i've honed in after 400 some odd episodes yep so yeah that was it it wasn't bad but you know i couldn't dress up in costume because are you going to take seriously somebody dressed up as waldo oh probably not yeah i think the high school kids would have loved it but no one would have paid attention no yeah you, you got to keep in mind like your situation where you're at i was training a class i mean i was teaching a room of 30 adults who are quite serious with what they do it was also the fourth day that they'd been in the room with me yes I did not take a credibility hit on that because they they knew me already. Yeah, no, this one was all, um, it's the first time I was meeting these people. And since, you know, I wasn't an actual broadcaster, I was trying to tell them like, look, I was in your seat. But then I realized it was a bad idea and left. So I, it was, it was kind of hard because I wasn't actually a, pro- a production person. Yet I was trying to talk to them about how to get into the industry. So it, I don't know. It was a, it was an interesting conversation. I did record all of it. Really? Yes. Cool. Did you have permission to record? That's an excellent question. One that I'll probably have to pose to the uh, president of the MAB who hosted that conference. Yeah, that might um, be important. You know, before you go and like post this to YouTube or something like that. Well, it was only an audio recording because all I had was my cell phone on me. Before you post it to YouTube with yeah. a background. True. Or post it to SoundCloud. <clears throat> is SoundCloud the YouTube of audio? That's what I figured out mainly, right? SoundCloud? I mean, I know what it is, and it's it's very nice. It's a great website. But couldn't you also just go to YouTube and not put a, a picture on it? I think you have to have some video component for YouTube. So I'd have to, I'd have to create a background, just a static image for an hour, and uh, put the audio up there, which would be a bit ridiculous. Or I could just upload it to SoundCloud and go from there. I guess. 
I think that's what YouTube needs to do. Have an audio only? Yeah. It's not really a tube then. It's still a tube, right? There were vacuum tubes in early radios. Oh, yeah. No, the the high-end audio equipment still has vacuum tubes because those audiophile guys are nuts. Really? Vacuum tubes? They actually, like, I can't imagine that they sound better. I, like I said, they're slightly nuts. Yeah, audiophile. What we need to do is get Fabio on. Who? Fabio, you know, the the long flowing hair. I can't believe it's not butter, Fabio. Yeah. Because he is like an audiophile nut and he's got the money to to spend on this stuff. That's a little crazy. Uh, Also, I don't think we're going to be able to get him on. But it's Fabio. What is he up to right now? Andy, if you would like to reach out to Fabio and say, hey, we've got a nine year running podcast and would like you to come on to talk about audio and audio equipment, go for it. If you can get him on, Andy, I will buy you dinner. Oh, he's a Seattle Seahawks fan. Who knew that one? Probably most people in Seattle. Probably. Fabio's office, address for an autographed photo. Need to contact his agent. There we go. Okay. <laughs> that would be interesting. You can, to get, search. Like, you can do it. They're going to ask for money, Andy. I, if you only get him on for like a few minutes, it's just him sitting around on a phone call. Go for it. All right. I'll leave that. I'll leave that up. Okay. Because I don't want to do that right now. <laughs> on the show. Try and get Fabio on the show. It'd be very meta of us. You'd probably have more luck tweeting him. I don't know if he has a Twitter. So. His webpage is, uh, is a little old. And now Google thinks you love Fabio. Yep. That's a thing. All right. Um, so are, are you dressing up tonight then? I don't think we're doing anything tonight. Not doing anything tonight? Oh, man. Not going, like, out to a party? Nope. You probably don't get trick-or-treaters because you're at the apartment? Yep. That's sad. Yep. It's very, very sad. I have some fun size Simply Caramel candy bars, though, in case anybody does actually knock on our door. Okay. But yeah, I have a giant bowl. And I mean, like, giant bowl, like, several gallon-sized bowl. Uh, filled with mini Snickers, mini Milky Way, mini Three Musketeers, uh, fun size M&M's, peanut M&M's, the caramel apple pops, and Reese's peanut butter cups, and Twix. You just give me all the Reese's peanut butter cups, I'll be a happy man. Yep. They're at the bottom of the bowl, so that uh, as, as stuff disappears, they will be available, but hopefully we have enough candy that they won't be taken. <laughs> nice. Very nice. Now, I'm probably going to shake it all up and mix it up. Laura and I made a decision this year that we were only going to buy candy that we actually want to eat so that we don't end up with, like, two-year-old Halloween candy. That Yeah, no, I've, I've been down that road before. Yep, yep. Okay. I think we got stuff to talk about. Yes, we do have topics. We could hit the topics. We could talk about food and football. Let's just hit the topics. Yeah, let's not talk about football. Okay, I guess we did talk about food already. With candy, but we could talk about pop. Soda. Pop. Soda. Pop. Soda pop. Can we yeah. at least agree not to call it Coke? No, yeah, no. We, we've, we've gone over, yes, it's not Coke. We, that's, that is a agreement point. Okay, this is one of those, like, agree to disagree? I, I, I guess so. Okay, I know what you mean when you say pop. And I know you what know? you mean when you say soda. Right, you freak so there's of no confusion. You. Yes. Hey, I'm not calling them bubblers out here. Give me some credit. <laughs> Could you get me a glass of the bubbly? No, 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 no. Bubbler. Do you not know about bubblers? No. What is this bubblers you speak of? When you are in a a place, uh, for instance, a school or uh, many buildings near uh, many restaurants, and it's it's the device with which you get water from the uh, thing attached to the wall. What do you call that? 
Call that a water fountain. Correct. In Wisconsin, they are often referred to as bubblers. What? It was the brand name. Ah. A bubbler water fountain. And so they just all were known as bubblers. You know what's funny, though, is I um, if you Google bubblers, you get water bongs. What? Yep. If you Google bubbler water fountain, you get maps showing you where they call it bubbler. Which is Wisconsin. <laughs> Just almost entirely Wisconsin. That's that's crazy though. Now the question, the thing is, I kind of bounce between drinking fountain and water fountain. Well, now drinking yeah, those fountain. Are, those are the same. Yeah, it's usually a drinking fountain. Because a water fountain makes me think of like something that's outside of city hall that you know, or in a park. But yeah, that's that's neither here nor there because we're talking about Jones Soda. Okay, that one I will actually say because it is Jones Soda. Aha uh-huh. ha! Well, that's the that's the brand name, Jones Soda. Yeah, well, it's the brand name Bubbler. So Jones, Jones Soda. Jones yes. Pop? No, it's not Jones Pop. It's Jones Soda. Jones. Another thing to Google for. <laughs> Jonesin. Uh, yeah, Jones Soda is doing a special run for a certain game release next month. There will be Fallout Nuka Cola Quantum. Damn it, I gotta get me some bottles of this. I don't know how I feel about this. Uh, it will be sold at Target. And only Target. Is that, like, the only place you can get Jones Soda anyway? No, you can get Jones Soda. We get it at Myers and a couple other places as well around here. Okay. But no, the the only Nuka Cola Quantum, Quantum spot is Target. I don't actually want Nuka Cola Quantum. I'd much prefer Nuka Cola. Like, the, the Quantum, it's going to be some sort of berry flavor. It's going to be super sweet. Well, are you... Would you actually drink this? I feel like this is the one where you'd put a bottle and then get like an LED light so it actually glows. Put that underneath it. That put that on fun. your shelf. That could definitely be fun, but I also want to like try it. Okay, then you buy two bottles or buy a four pack and give two of them away. Well, you buy the, you actually buy like a bottle and a four pack and you do the four pack with the LED lights. Ooh. Because then they all glow. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know, it's, it's kind of, if you look at their Instagram photo, you see they're trying to do that as well with what they've got. Yep. Oh. Hmm. But yeah, no, it's going to be only at Target and only on the 10th. So the question is, when's the 10th? 10th is a, t- oh yeah, because it's the same day the game's released, so it's a Tuesday. Yep. Wait, it's only available on that day? Well, I, or do you starting think, that day? Do you think they're going to have any after the first day? I have well, no depends idea. On, depends on how much they make. <laughs> Maybe I need to take the 10th off of work. Thought you were going to do that anyway, because it's Fallout 4. Right, so maybe I, I actually do need to... I was thinking about doing it. Maybe I really need to do it. Because otherwise, I'm going to be up until, like, really late, right? It's going to be 3 or 4 in the morning. I'm going to be like, I got to go into work tomorrow. I don't want to go into work tomorrow. So it's actually not the 10th I should take off. It's the 11th I should take off. Why? You're not going to be there for the midnight launch? No, I will download the game. I'm not going to go buy it. I will download it. I will pay for it and download it through Steam. And then I will let the first day pass where everyone finds all the bugs that Bethesda missed. And then the day one patch will come out. I'm not going to get it day of. Well, I'm I, I I'm not probably not going to get it. Really? Until it goes on sale. Ah. Because I still ha- I, I have New Vegas and I still haven't played that. You still haven't played New Vegas? I still have not played New Vegas. Oh, God, Andy, go play it. <laughs> Why? How? What? I I got actually it. don't don't play New Vegas. Now that I think about it, um, play four before you play New Vegas because you may prefer New Vegas over four. Ouch! The game's not even out yet, and you're already dissing it. Well, because of the history, right? Do you, we've we've talked about this on the game. Remember, there's two companies that do Fallout. Yes. There's Obsidian, which is the group that did the original Fallout, and there's Bethesda, which is the group that did Fallout Three. 
Bethesda bought the rights to Fallout. They made Fallout 3. Obsidian came back and said, we'd like to do one more. Bethesda said, okay. Obsidian did Fallout New Vegas using the original concepts of Fallout plus Bethesda's first-person shooter concept. And then the rights went back to Bethesda, who made Fallout 4. So I need to do I need to play 4 before playing the, the well, quote-unquote sequel to 3? See, the, the thing is, is that 3 is... It, it's very different than the original Fallout. It's not a bad game, and and Fallout Four, I doubt, will be a bad game either. But I feel like Three and New Vegas are still there's enough differences. New Vegas is it has more of the original Fallout feel to it. It's kind of it. Three is really dark and gritty. Uh, New Vegas is uh, a bit more fun in the the atmosphere. I don't know. Well, I, I'm curious to see what it actually looks like. Have we? Has anybody gotten a preview, like playthrough of it yet, or no? Uh, I mean, I'm sure they have, but it's also going to be under embargo until the 10th. Yeah, come on, we get those from time to time. True. Yes. I don't know. I'm in, I'm curious to see how this one does and how much it's going to differ from Fallout Three. Yeah, there's some pretty big differences. The special system has been revamped. Perks have been revamped. I'm super excited, though. Like, really super excited to see it. Also, I have not touched my Fallout Shelter in, I don't know, how long? Okay. I still check in, like, once a day. It's still doing good. I'm up to, like, 80-some people. Yeah, I have no idea. No clue. They might all be dead. Who knows? Uh, I mean, they're in stasis while you're not there, aren't they? I thought there's some time, but maybe not. I don't know. I guess you'll have to go and check. <laughs> well, I'm not going to do it right now. Woo! Finally. Like I said, I haven't checked it in forever. I don't even know where the hell's my phone. <laughs> I don't even know where my phone is. Oh, no, found my phone. All right. Okay. So what else we got? Amazon Local is ending? Yeah. Amazon's, uh, like, local daily deals. We talked about this, how Amazon was doing, like, you can buy this for much cheaper right near you. So it was like their version of Groupon? Yep. Slash Woot. Although it's kind of funny to say Amazon's version of Woot, given that Amazon owns Woot. Yeah. Did you see Woot's redesign? No, there was a redesign. Yeah, go to Woot.com. There's a Woot app for Android. Yes, but that's not the redesign. Scroll down. What the hell? That's the redesign. <laughs> you can't even tell what I'm looking at, and you're like, wait for it. What the hell? There's the redesign. Yeah. Graveyard sale. Nice. Yeah, because it's the yard sale. Ha, ha, ha. Yep. Fans, cameras. 19-inch display for only 50 bucks. That's not too bad. Yeah, I was actually just looking at that one right now. Have I told you about the, the smart mirrors idea? Yeah, yeah. Well, I've been looking for a monitor to use with it. 19-inch, $50 monitor might not be a bad choice. Depends on what ports it has. Oh, it has a VGA. That will not do. Alas, alas. Oh, well. Oh, VGA. Amazon local register is also shutting down. Oh, I, I thought there were people who actually were using that for their own business. There are. Ooh. They are not accepting new customers. And then on February 1st of next year, it's shutting down completely. Do you want to know uh, the, the most surprising use I saw of that was a Dairy Queen. Really? Dairy Queen? A Dairy... I, well, I don't know about Dairy Queen, because I don't know if Dairy Queen is, like, corporate is... Um, no, it's, it's franchise-based. It's franchise. So, so there was a, a Dairy Queen that was using it. Well, I could see that, because this just plugs into your cell phone, just like Square. So maybe they just didn't need to have... Yep, they had a tablet as a register. Yeah. The Curling Club, I think, uses square for our stuff which is fine but mm, yeah no these whole group on things it came and because i remember there were so many like local sites that were popping up i think one of them around here was like kazoopons 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 yes that's adorable let's see is it still up and running kazoopons is still up and running cool except their website says copyright 2013 eh. 
let's sign in. Yes, I'd like to sign in to my profile. Featured offers for Kalamazoo. There's one offer. Online only. Time remaining mm-hmm. 84 days. Hmm. So it doesn't actually sound like they're doing too much. No, I, I clicked all offers, and that offer is the only one. And it's okay. not for an actual Kalamazoo company. Wow. So it's it's essentially gone. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I haven't touched Groupon in forever. I probably got Groupons that I haven't used. <laughs> all right, what else we get? Um, let's see what else we got on this list. Oh, Extra Life is coming up, isn't it? It is coming up on November 7th, the 24-hour game marathon. I it, it feel, uh, I think the idea behind, um, well, the difference between Extra Life and things like the Summer Games Done Quick is it's supposed to be like each person plays for 24 hours straight. Yes. Right? Summer Games Done Quick, Desert Bus for Hope, those are like day-long, week-long events, but it's different people doing the games. This is each person who's participating is supposed to play for 24, 24 hours. hours as a marathon of game. Yes. More power to you. I would fall asleep. I have done so before. I've been playing video games and I was so tired and the game was so soothing because the background music was so nice and the visuals are just so pretty that the next thing I knew I had been walking into a wall for 10 minutes. Oh, okay. So I feel bad about this, but when I was living with my brother, yeah, uh, that's when Katamari Damashi yeah. was big. So I started playing game. that and then fell asleep. Yeah. And the music just kept on playing in a loop. Yeah. Na, 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 na. I felt so bad because I woke up and I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> what level were you playing on? That it, Or were you just in like the, the pause screen or like the waiting screen? I think I was in like one of the waiting screens because I had fallen asleep like waiting for it to load. Yeah. And so then the level played and it ended and then... Because like the end of the level is a really loud, annoying alarm. So I don't know how that didn't wake you up. I don't know, but I felt bad. <laughs> So I just wake up and I'm just hearing the song playing like, oh, that's nice. And then it repeats and I'm like, oh, crap. How long has that been going on for? Since you fell asleep. Yep. Yeah. No, you got to play good games where like the music is, is just this quiet background. It's very soft, very relaxing. Skyrim is a great game to fall asleep to. That I still need to play all the uh, Elder Scrolls. Yeah. All those games. You you don't no. trust me. No, okay. we we Laura was interested in it. And so we went and grabbed all the other ones. You do not need to go through the old Elder Scroll games. Gotcha. Uh, Morrowind, which is, I think, Elder Scrolls 4, is pretty cool. But no. Coolest thing about Morrowind, uh, in, in my opinion, is that you aren't, you aren't the center of the story. Hmm. So in Skyrim, you are the Dragonborn. You are the Chosen. You are... Uh, this like super power superhero destined warrior in Elder Scrolls Four Morrowind, you are a prisoner. That's it. Like you are just a you are someone who's standing in the right place at the right time. But your job is all like escort this person who is the chosen one, protect this person who is the chosen one, help this person figure out what they're supposed to do because they're the chosen one. So you aren't actually the center of the story. Hmm, that's an interesting way of doing that. T-Mobile. Well, that's, def- that's definitely a game you could play for 24 hours. Yeah, any of the Elder Scroll games. Just start and keep going. Do not stop. You could do that, Andy, on November 7th. November 7th, that's a Saturday. Well, so we'd have to record on the 8th. You might be a bit tired. I would just be like, huh? <laughs> Andy, what? Huh? Uh-huh. Mm. So what other video game news do we got? Uh, Blizzard's uh, next game comes out in not too long, which is to say StarCraft II Legacy of the Void comes out on November 10th. 
Oh, I thought you meant like the next game, which was, you know, Overwatch. Nope, that's not coming out November 10th. That is no. in public beta. Well, not public, private beta now. Yes, I still have not gotten my... My my blizzard luck has run out, it seems. You're you're not going to get it for some time. This is the first round of beta. You oh. have never been part of the first round no. of beta. No, the closest I got was second round, and that was for Hearthstone. Yeah, so give it time. Overwatch looks pretty fun. I'm excited. Seems interesting. But no, StarCraft II Legacy of the Void, the third part. Remember, StarCraft II is going to be released in three parts. Yes. It's going to be the Terrans, and then the Zerg, and then the Protoss. Yes. And so finally, we are now at the stage three. Blizzard has done, on November 7th, what Valve can never do. They released the third part of a game. hi Now, of course, interestingly enough... November 10th is not just StarCraft 2, it's Fallout 4. That's going to be a busy Tuesday then. Yeah, I'm I'm not entirely pleased about that. <laughs> Which one do I do, Andy? I don't know. Do I play StarCraft 2 or Fallout 4? Blizzard does have other- a history of, of putting out games on day one that don't require patches, right? Like, the game at release is not broken. That's going to be StarCraft, right? Well, ooh. What? No, I'm thinking it would probably be StarCraft. As far as games that aren't broken? Yeah. Right, that's the point. Like, Blizzard typically puts out games that are not broken on day one. But Fallout 4... I, I just played through Fallout 3 and New Vegas in, like, the last month. You're already on a roll with them. I, mm, ooh, that's a tough one. You're already on the roll with the one. Right. But the other one is probably not broken. Right. Damn it, Blizzard. Why? I, hmm. You're not going to play either of them. No, release. no, I'm not. So. You're probably not going to play either of them until like next year. Probably. You probably won't play StarCraft 2 because you haven't played any of the other StarCraft 2s. No. And I also have now just gotten all the Sniper Elite games. So I got to play through all of them. Go play New Vegas. But Dave, I have 323 games installed in my Steam library. Yeah. 93 or sorry, 86 of them are actually installed. Okay. I've I've got games to play. Yes, including Fallout New Vegas. Yes, is that actually that is installed? That's one of the games that you need to play. Oh, and it's not installed. I should do that. You should only do that if you're actually going to play it. Yes. Otherwise, you're just wasting space and bandwidth. Oh, I have Elder Scrolls 5 on here. <laughs> You have Skyrim. I have Skyrim. When did the hell did I get Skyrim? I probably gave it to you for Christmas like two years ago. Probably. Oh, I got to finish up Defense. God, there's so many games here. Defense Grid 2 wasn't nearly as good as Defense Grid 1. Yeah, but I still haven't finished Defense Grid 1. What? I know. Yes, I know. I'm a bad, bad person. No, I'm just astounded because I know your completionist feeling. And like, that's a game that it's easy to complete. If you were to do uh, Skyrim or Fallout or Fallout or Fallout, you you will never complete those games. But Defense Grid? Yeah, I know. It's like Defense Grid. I got Siberia 2 I haven't finished. Why the hell do I have Super Meat Boy installed? Why wouldn't you have Super Meat Boy installed? <laughs> It's a fun game. I like I don't I don't get it. I don't know. 
Oh, I have Railroads installed. Wow, I have to, I'm looking through my list of games that I still have installed. It's like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, except Railroads is buggy as hell. Yeah. I'm, I'm very disappointed in that because I was looking forward to playing against you, but it's super buggy. It crashes all the time. I have Sniper Elite V2. Yeah. I didn't know that. Hmm. Shadowgrounds. So other video game news. Yeah. Batman. Arkham something. Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight. Okay. It was released on the PC and then removed because um, it was buggy as all hell and didn't really work. Okay. So, they're finally re-releasing it. And the fun bit is, if you have a Windows 10 box, yes. they are recommending that you have at least 12 gigabytes of RAM. That is a lot of RAM. That is a lot of RAM for Windows 10. Where is the easiest way to figure out your system settings and what RAM you have? I mean, Windows I could, 10? No, and, and Windows 7. I could just look at my, my actual box because it has a clear side. Right-click on my computer, or sorry, computer. Uh, RAM, memory operation, blah, blah. It gives me a score. No, no. See, I right click know. on computer and then properties. Okay. Right click on computer. Properties. Yeah. Uh, oh, there we go. Installed memory. 16 gigs. I'm fine. Yeah, I've only got 8 gigs installed on this thing. You're not fine. No. I have 16 gigs and it's DDR4. What's funny, though, think, is... Or DDR. Is it DDR4 or 5? It's whatever the highest DDR is. Is it... Four now? God, I'm I think so, four is the highest. I'm so out of date on yeah, PC I parts now. Like, I, should, I have something. You know what I want to do, though? Like, the one skill that I really should learn is Active Directory. Oh, I have to deal with that every day. <laughs> yeah, but, like, setting that up on the home network... So that the computers actually can talk to each other without worrying about it. Oh, I've just got a I've got just got a work group set up with our stuff. Yeah, here that's fine because it's only two computers. So we've got the shared network folders, and we can share printers and all the other stuff. It's at work, you know, when we've got thirty four computers in one building. It's a little harder. Yeah, then Act Direct, Active Directory is good, especially since you've got people with hierarchy of levels of what they're allowed access to. Yep, and rolling out a printer driver, super easy with the new Active Directory. Super easy. Um, but so yeah, the system requirements for Batman Arkham Knight for Windows 7, they recommend 8 gigabytes of RAM. So what the hell is Windows 10 doing that it needs another 4 gigs of RAM? Being broken. So, so I, I tell people at work, yeah, don't update to Windows 10 right now. I'll break our VPN, right? Yeah. So one of the news guys, uh, without realizing it, upgraded to Windows 10. Yeah. He lost the trackpad on his laptop. Yeah. Like, it's just gone, right? It's Yeah. It's like, it, I, I can't even get the computer to recognize that there's a device there that needs a driver. Yep. Just, My laptop, if I unplug it from the wall, drops the Wi-Fi. Oh, jeez. Just complete, like, it, it, it might stay on for a couple seconds at a time, and then it just, like, I'm not connected to anything. As soon as I plug it back into the wall, it's perfect. Windows 10, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, speaking of things coming out, by the way, did we ever report about Jessica Jones coming out on November 20th? No, no, we didn't. All right, Jessica Jones comes out November 20th. Dang, I've seen the uh, seen the previews. Oh my god, it looks so good. Did you, um, so they had a panel about that, I think, at New York Comic Con. Okay. Which the surprise for the panel was that they were going to watch the entire first episode. So they got to see it. They got to see the whole first episode at the Comic-Con. Just Holy crap. How surprise. come there aren't like, tons of spoilers out there? I know, which is kind of surprising. There, there, there's people who have described what happens in the episode, but there actually isn't much out there. So props to the people who went to that yeah. panel. Yep, and props to the Netflix and Marvel teams who are probably scouring the internet, watching for things, and then sending takedown notices. Probably. Uh, but holy crap, am I excited to see David Tennant play the Purple Man. You're going to let me in. Come on in. Yeah, yeah. Oh. In my mind, in the Marvel Universe, the Purple 
Man is one of the scariest villains out there. It, it makes sense. It's just, if you can get inside people's heads, it's... Yep. Whew. Yep. So that's coming out November 20th. Still haven't watched Daredevil yet. Daredevil Season 2 is coming up there. Yep. Are, um, you, can, are you going to watch Daredevil? Uh, well, I need Netflix yeah. first. What is Netflix now? Like 10 bucks a month? Something like that, yeah. But we might have an in because Gilmore Girls is going to be doing uh, a run on Netflix. Okay. And Kate's a big Gilmore Girls fan, which I also am a big Gilmore Girls fan, but not as big as Kate. Okay. Um, Laura's been watching it. Yeah. I think Bri was a fan as well. I'm not sure if Beth was or is. Um, but they're doing a new series on Netflix, 13 episodes, I think. And so, you know, Netflix, if that's on Netflix and then Daredevil's on Netflix, Jessica Jones is on Netflix. I feel like at that point we can finally justify a $10. Netflix. I mean, I'll, keep in mind, you don't have to stay subscribed, right? Like you True. can do it for a little while, watch the shows you want to watch and then turn it off. And I think we can get it. The, the Chromecast offers, right? Have Netflix. I don't know. Movie rental, courtesy of Google Play, 90 days of Google Play Music. Oh, is that the only two right now? Just wait until the holiday season. There will probably be an offer. Probably. Any new uh, Black Friday deals to watch out for? Um, oh, what did they... There was one that was just released, but nothing surprising yet outside of the Dell one. The Dell Xbox one? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm still torn about that one. That's a really good deal, if for nothing else than the second controller. Oh, REI is actually not going to be open at all on Thanksgiving. Good for them. Or good Black for Friday, them. I think. That's one of the two, but still so, it's like... Ooh, oh, oh, you know what? That might answer a question then. Uh, but I'd want it on the PC, right? But Fallout 4, because the, the Dell one comes with Fallout 4. Yes. But I... I think I'd rather play Fallout 4 on the PC. Okay, then then get it on the PC. But then I'd have two copies of it. Well, then you have two copies of it. Yeah. Although, I guess if I put uh, Windows 10 on my PC, I'd be able to stream from the box, right? That's a, so, that's a right? thing with Xbox One and Windows 10. Yes. So I'd still be able to play it on the PC. It would just be hooked up downstairs. Hmm. Yeah, no, the, the ads that have been released so far have, it's Dell, Half Price Books, Harbor Freight, Macy's, and Sears. Harbor Freight? Yeah. Woo, cheap hardware. From Pittsburgh and Chicago Electric. Okay, my friend just got a table saw. I'm trying to convince him to buy a drill press. Yeah, most of these things here, yeah, not great. Because it's Harbor Freight, so all the stuff is on sale all the time. Yeah, and it's all garbage anyway. Pretty much. All right, what else do we have, Andy? We're getting sidetracked. Um, Somebody's coming out with a $100 Windows 10 PC. So a Raspberry Pi 2? Uh, no, it's a... Um, okay, so it's powered by the Intel Sherry Trail. The uh, Atom... 1.4 gigahertz CPU, okay. Two gigabytes of RAM. So it can't play Batman. Yeah, 32 gigabytes of storage. <laughs> That's going to be the new baseline. Can it play Batman? <laughs> the answer is no. And it has an onboard battery up to four hours of casual use. Um, and it has a dock, which you can swap out for other docks, including an HDMI port and two USB ports. It's got an HDMI cable on there, so it's a... It's a portable PC that you can run for four hours just on any computer, monitor, and keyboard and mouse. Cool. I'm not terribly excited about this, but good for them. Well, it's the size of, like, one of those portable hard drives. Okay. So. I mean, PC on a stick is is not a new thing anymore. <laughs> Which is crazy. So, you know, whatever. Is HDMI the new, like, VGA input for for the computer stuff now? What do you mean by the new VGA input? Okay, so for a while, the standard for computer stuff was VGA, and then it switched to DVI. Is HDMI the next step? Yes, and it has been for the last three years. 
Shows how much I'm paying attention to computer hardware. Like, that is the... Andy, what do Chromecasts come on? HDMI. What do all consoles have? HDMI. Yeah. HDMI, among other things, helps to close helps to close the analog hole. And especially since the HDMI video is just the DVI-D format in just a different form factor. Yep. So yeah, so there's another cheap PC out there. That one I like because it's got the built-in battery, so you don't you just have to carry the thing around with you, and then you can if you need to charge it, then you can charge it. Yeah. Okay. Or if you don't have a power cable handy, yep. you still have it. Yep. So, um. Still on topic of games, let's talk about the DMCA. Oh, the DMCA. The Digital Millennium Copyright Act, going on 15 years, people. Um, Every couple of years, so just a a brief recap, DMCA is actually controlled by the Library of Congress. For some bizarre reason, that's where this fell to. And so every few years, the Library of Congress reaches out, says, hey, what adjustments need to be made? Where should we make changes to the DMCA? They take feedback and then they rule on it. And they just approved a few new exemptions to the DMCA. Yes. Video games got two exemptions. Ooh. Now, this is pretty impressive and, like, super big because it clarifies now a lot of the gray legal area about, like, I bought this game and it's not supported by the developer anymore. I want to play this game. And so circumventing DRM and other protection for games where the servers have been shut down is now an exemption in the DMCA. There's a caveat to that, though. You can crack your games. You cannot distribute the cracking tools. Yes. There is a second caveat. MMOs don't count. Ooh. So if Blizzard were to go in and say, we are shutting down World of Warcraft, you still cannot circumvent the protection of World of Warcraft to play World of Warcraft. So if it's if I purchase basically like Assassin's Creed and that you play authentication server gets turned off off at some point yep i (laughs) you can personally figure out how to circumvent that and play the game but ubisoft cannot legally put out a tool that says this is the patch that fixes Uh, it ubisoft could they own it they can do whatever they want with it so another third part i can't go to like an assassin's creed forum and have somebody else pay say hey here's the patch that fixes it because that's distributing Right. They can't give you the patch. So uh, it's legal for me to hack it, but I still have to go to the CD underbelly of the internet to find the tools to legally hack it. Yeah, and the tools are actually still illegal to distribute. <laughs> hey, it's a step closer. Now, We're this is there. also only for PC games. We are not allowed to hack home consoles. Which brings us to exemption number two, which applies directly to cracking video game consoles. And so it is now legal, according to the DMCA, to crack your console DRM for the purpose of game preservation. This particular exemption applies both to individual game owners and for libraries and museums that wish to preserve games for posterity. However, the exemption does not apply to for-profit businesses, only non-profit. So, if I started up a museum for classic games... You could break the DRM on the consoles. But if I started up a business about classic games, like a classic game arcade, I can't. Right. Holy guacamole, Batman. So there were other uh, rules that were also released. Yeah. Uh, first off, mobile phone unlocking and jailbreaking continues to be permitted, but the the exemptions have now extended to tablets and wearables as well. Ooh, okay. And they also now extend to smart TVs as long as it's only to install new software. 
but um, they do not extend to single-purpose devices like e-readers. So I can't hack my Kindle, but I can hack my Kindle Fire. I was thinking exactly those same words. Correct. You <laughs> cannot hack your Kindle. You can hack the Kindle Fire. You also cannot, uh, if you, like this one here, um, if you bought a bunch of Kindle books and you want to put them on your Nook, you also cannot uh, hack the, uh, basically, the files to format shift them to the Nook. What? That's also a no-no. Oh, so if you have locked ebooks on your Kindle, they are stuck on your Kindle because you also cannot hack the Kindle. You, if you, somehow they're on the Kindle, God, this is so. Well, you, so you could put them on the Kindle Fire. Yes, but you still can't modify the files themselves. What if I copy the files? <laughs> I don't know. This is. And during the copy process, something happens to the data that's not the file. Now you get into another great God. This DMCA. <laughs> you need to. Ooh, it's been fifteen years. And the last so, tele- so what I'm thinking is like along the lines of, you know, that that bizarre Super Mario World hack that they discovered recently. Yes. Where if you do everything exactly correct on this one stage and then go through this one thing, you are all of a sudden at the end of the game. Yes. Because they they are actually hacking the memory through the game. Yes. So it, does that count as hacking? Does that count as modifying and manipulating the data? Well, no, because you're using the data inside the game. So you haven't actually changed any of the code. But you are writing code. Like, in essence, they are writing code. By moving the things around the screen, they are actually changing the memory to be code. And then they are executing that code. I don't know. That seems like a very esoteric example. Well, because, you know, I take a, a book, a Kindle book, and drop it into a hex editor. That's just, it's just numbers and symbols. And then I turn that into like a JPEG, and I see this really weird picture, and then I edit the picture. I, you're getting very, very specific, Dave. <laughs> yep. And my thing is, if you feel like these need to be caught up, I feel like in three years, you could probably petition the Library of Congress to, you know, get answers to your questions. Okay. Well, we'll see where we're at in three years. Any word on uh, tractors? um, Oh, yes, there is Cars and tractors? Yes. Um, Well, what is it? The the exemption to permit DMC circumvention is made to cars computers except for telematics and entertainment systems and you are only allowed to modify it you are not allowed to take it you know to the dealer if, if you take your car to a mechanic they are not allowed to mess with it you though are allowed to mess with it so i can mess with my own car yes but only certain specific things you're not allowed to mess with the with the telematics and you're not allowed to mess with the entertainment systems what what are the telematics kind of like the 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 basically like altering your emissions data <laughs> oh the telemetry yeah okay so i can't mess with the information that the car provides and i no. can't mess with my own information uh, entertainment system wait but the entertainment system is the thing i want to change the most but you can't but it's garbage but you can't but it's bad it's also like the number one entry point into modern cars like that's where the researchers need to be poking around and making sure that things are are good there is also a um, one-year delay for allowing these sort of uh, exemptions for the cars as well, which um, has of... never been used before in any of their rulings. What is the purpose of the one-year delay? That is an excellent question. <laughs> it's just there? They, they didn't explain why they're putting it there? No. No, they huh. did not. Weird. Yes. Yes, it is. All right. What else do we have then? Uh, it was DMCA stuff, more DMCA stuff, leap seconds. 
Yes, there is a there's a conference going on with the uh, what is the World Radio Communication Conference. Uh, it's going to go from November 2nd to November 27th. And one of the things they want to talk about is the leap second. Okay. Because you, you, we, we talked about the leap seconds, right? Nope. I mean, we know what they are. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like a leap day. Just It's tossed in every so often to UTC. Yes. Yeah. So every four years, we adjust the calendars by one day. Twice a year, we mess around with the daylight savings time because, um, you know, it's daylight savings time. And then um, now they every twice in the last six years, they've changed it by one second because the atomic clocks, clocks are kind of off compared to the rest of the world. Right. Because a day is... 24 hours point what it's 23 point like nine isn't it yeah i think it's like 23 it's it's not a perfect 24 hours and so hence the leap days and then also now we've got to add because we're getting more and more precise especially since um airlines uh move 300 meters in one second and so, you know, if you got radar stuff going on here, if the clocks are not synced right, that could be one second could put a plane 300 meters off from where it is. Okay. Or like me, when, you know, I've got satellites that are precisely timed for a clock. Yeah. One second off could be you know, one second of dead air and it, it will sound bad. Okay. It's not life threatening, but it's still bad. Bad. So during this conference, they're going to see if these leap seconds need to be fixed or not. Because some people say, oh, it's not, it's no bad. There's so, people say. So to, to clarify something, the leap second is not like what the leap day is, right? Leap day is just every four years. That's easy. It's, it's regular. It's scheduled. Yes. Leap seconds, the problem with leap, with leap seconds, which we already use them from time to time, is that they can't be scheduled. No. Um, and that's because the leap second is there to adjust for the fact that the Earth is slowing down but not at a predictable or constant rate yes and so the the issue is what the hell do you do with that as far as like computers right computer clocks climb up they hit 59 and then they flip they go to zero when you have a leap second it actually goes to 60 and then it goes to zero yes and so what the hell is that supposed to look like and how do we track it and make sure that everything is good with that because that's what utc does utc is just messy so there's going to be a conference then, or a, yeah, a basically to group try of people figure to figure out, out. Okay, leap seconds. Yeah, they're usually announced a few weeks ahead so that people can try and figure out what the hell they need to do. But UTC is gross. Yeah. Okay. Which what I, I kind of just bit the bullet with my systems now, and I told them to uh, check time every five minutes, and if it's off by more than 500 milliseconds, to reset its clock. Cute. So that's what I'm doing now. Yep. You're just like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. We're just going to check the time all the time. Every five minutes, figure out what time it is. Okay. You think it's a little wasteful? I'm t- Dave, we've got transmitters that are putting out kilowatts of energy. <laughs> kilowatts yeah, that's, of energy. Okay, when you put it in that scale, it's not really that wasteful anymore. <laughs> that's what... Because we had uh, the guy before me was a little bit of an eco nut where he was trying to save energy, doing this, that, and the other thing. Yeah, and, you told me about that. Yeah, my boss is like... How- kilowatts of energy i don't think having the computer on all day percentage wise of how much power we actually use is a big deal yeah especially since you know if i have to remote in like i did today to a computer i'd rather have it up and running than try and get a whole like wake over land sort of thing going on yep yeah no kilowatts of energy is kind of a a lot so what else we got on this list Oh, the drone res- registration task force has been announced. Because we talked about like the superhero registration act. 
So we talked about the whole like drones trying to be registered and stuff. Yeah. The FAA has announced their 25 member task force that will advise the administration on the whole rules and everything. So this is the group responsible for coming up with the rules of how drones will be handled. Yes. Okay. Who is on said task force? There's going to be um, Amazon. Yes, there is Amazon Prime Air Director and Retail Senior Manager of Public Policy on there. Walmart. Walmart Product Safety and Regulations Compliance Manager is on there. Boeing? Uh, let's see. Um, there is somebody from the Aerospace Industries Association, Reg- okay. Regulatory so, Council. So someone who represents Boeing and Lockheed. Yes. Um, the Air Force? You know? Anyone from the military? You know? That's... <laughs> Did they not think it would be a good idea? Okay, I'm opening this page. Well, my guess is the military probably is going to have their out, be outside. I think the military is most of the time outside of FAA regulations, right? Right, but they need to know about the regulations. They need to work with them. No, it looks like that. The, yeah, we've got uh, Google, Amazon. We got the model plane guys. Wow. Uh, all got, right. Yeah. No. Uh, no direct military. Private plane owners, airport executives, unmanned vehicle guys. A bunch of, best, the, a bunch of the companies that actually make drones. Parrot, yeah, parrots in there. Hawk. People that uh, sell it. So, yeah, you have your Best Buy, you have your Walmart, you have your CEA technology policy guy. National Association of State Aviation Officials. So a bunch of the unions, Association of Unmanned Vehicle Systems, uh, airport executives, aircraft owners and pilots association. Aviation so they, they, they seem to chair. have hit most yep. of the things there. So you got actual airplane stuff, builders, Owners, flyers. Companies that want to use drones. Yep. Amazon and Walmart. And Google. Google. GoPro, which is also probably going to use drones. Yep, Best Buy. You also have the International uh, Association of Chiefs of Police as well. And so you have have the law enforcement people because there's the Department of Justice, Chiefs of Police... State aviation officials. But no military. No. Which, my, no like I said, as soon military. as you think about it, the military's off doing their own thing with drones. Yeah, they always have you, been. You don't think they'd want to have a say in like what the, the civilian drone program would look like? Military's off doing its own thing. Military's always okay. been off doing its own thing. I mean, for goodness sakes, it was part of the military that was what, dosing? No, that was the CIA. Was do- well, CIA is technically military, right, or no? Uh, Central Intelligence Agency. I mean, they work with the military, but they aren't actually a military organization. Yeah. I think it does count as a selected service. So if you're in the CIA, you aren't going to be drafted. Oh, well, that's a plus. But, I mean, you're in the CIA. You're already working with that. Yeah. So, yeah, no, this group does seem to be well-rounded outside of the military. They are going to be meeting from November 3rd to November 5th, and they have a deadline of November 20th to give information back to um, the FAA. Cool. So we'll know by November 20th what this task force has come up with. So almost a month from now. Yes. And they're basically going to meet for, what, eight, well, three days. So this is probably a full three days. So hopefully we're going to get some stuff done. Yeah. So uh, what's up with the uncarrier stuff there? Uh, don't know yet. It's mostly just the fact that um, T-Mobile is doing another event. This is their 10th one. So the speculation is it will have to do with Netflix and Hulu and other streaming services that T-Mobile will not count that towards your data cap. Ooh, damn. Now I'd actually have to see if um, what's faster, my phone data or uh, wired internet. Yep. 
Now I'm curious. I'm going to run a speed test on my phone because I should have one of the network things up and running. Network signal. So sometimes I think the 4G would probably actually be faster than my current mobile speed. Than your current LAN speed. LAN speed, sorry. Really, this one does not have a speed test on it? That that sucks. Okay. Check about that one later. Yeah. So that's it's happening. Uh, no one knows much about it, but the information... Also, November 10th. Tons of stuff on November 10th this year. So it seems like in one episode, two episodes, or third episode now from now would probably be, be quite busy. Why the third episode? Because this episode's going to be... Oh, you're counting this episode. Yeah, November 2nd. Okay. I wouldn't count this episode because people are already listening to this episode. Okay, so yeah, so next, epi- next episode's the 9th, and then so two episodes from now. Yeah. Right. We should have a lot of stuff, hopefully. Yeah. All right, so um, should we hit the randoms? Sure. All right. Random review. How do I pronounce this? Tinertia. Tinertia. As in inertia with a T. Inertia with a T. Okay, Tinertia. Dave, what the hell is this game? This is a game. Well, Andy, it's your review. I don't know. You tell me. (laughs) Well, um, I don't really know because I can only get five stages into this game in the first level. Yep. Um, So Tinertia is a... a, um, I guess the best way to think of it is a platformer. It's very similar in design and feel to Super Meat Boy, where it's all about basic mechanic and very uh, fast-paced action, getting into the game very quickly, even when you die. And you probably will die a many lot. times. You will die a lot. You have a rocket launcher. You know in, in Quake 3, the rocket jump? Yes, same thing with TF2. And TF2, the rocket jump, that is the core mechanic of this game, using explosions to propel yourself. And so you you have a rocket jump. You have a gun attached to your arm. It shoots rockets. Rockets explode. You bounce away from the rocket from the explosion. Uh, with a controller, it is much easier to play. Yeah, playing with a keyboard and mouse? No. Don't you have a, a wired 360 controller anywhere? Um, somewhere. You know, a lot of games are designed for that, right? Yes, but I think the controller's in a box. Ah, so that I'd have to, I also is need unfortunate. To make, I need to make sure that my um, controller also works with Windows 10. Because I've got that I'm wireless. pretty sure it'll work with Windows 10. Yeah, I've got, the, I've got that wireless uh, connection oh, thing for it. You have the wireless connector. That, yeah. I don't know if that'll work with Windows 10. Yeah, no, that's what I need to figure out. No, I just have a wired Xbox controller, and that's that's what I use. So yeah, so no, I uh, rather than try and dig everything out and get it up and working, I try to play with the keyboard and mouse, and that's not fun. That game is not designed for keyboard and mouse. No. So besides the difficulty of the controls with keyboard and mouse, what did you think of the concept of the game? What do you think of the graphics of the game? Graphics are good. Concept, I, I get what they're trying to do. But is it just not a, a Andy Lowe style game? I'm not a Twitch player. This like shouldn't. In, see, that's the thing, though. I I don't feel like this should be Twitch. I feel like this should be planned and well executed. I feel like are, if you if you do Twitchy stuff, like oh shit, then you're going to die. Well, there, there. I uh, okay. So I've currently logged. Let me check my Steam. I have currently logged. Thirty minutes on this game. Okay, I have rage quit out of it twice already. Ah, because there are jumps in this game. Well, the first one was one that I couldn't figure out how to actually do it, because you also have the missile mission, the the missile thing to launch you, but then you also have like air jets that you can use as kind of like a secondary direction while you're in the air. Yep, a little boost. And I could not figure out how to do the missile air jet thing on the level four on the keyboard. Yeah, on the keyboard to do it to get me in the right spot to move on on the level uh, so i had to rage quit calm down 
go to YouTube. Luckily, somebody had posted the first 15 minute of their gameplay, which luckily had him doing that section correctly. So then I got past that section. Then I got to the next level, and there's one where um, you have blocks that break if you fire missiles at them. Yep. And this one was basically sitting over a thing of lava. So once you shoot once, you have no more floor you, underneath you. You have to go through, yeah. You have one shot to get this right. If you don't, you die. Yep. And so after 10 minutes of trying to get that right and just dying and dying and dying and dying and dying, which also, mind you, when you die, you go back to the beginning of the level. Yeah, but the levels aren't exactly long. No, but you still go back to the beginning of the level. So there are times where it's like, okay, I have to get this one right and this one right and this one right, which, you know, if I'm on the keyboard and mouse and I don't get it right there, I have to go back before I can even get to the section I was actually trying to do. So not a game for Andy. I, it's, it's... In my head, I see this along the lines of these really complicated Mario makers. Yeah, I was looking at some of those too, and I was actually just thinking about that comparison. That I like you. You are not the kind of person who sees that as a challenge. You see it as a an obstacle. Yes, you see it as a barrier. To me, this feels like it's sort of along the lines of the last levels of Guitar Hero, where it's super complicated. You have little or no room for error before you die. Yep. And it, all it is is rote memorization, where you need to memorize basically the button what, mashes what at the correct jump, time. When to jump. Yes. All it is is muscle memorization. You get the muscle memory down, you will, you will pass it and win. It's one of those where it's like, okay, I get the idea. I know what I want to do, but my muscle memory, I just have to, it's just, you slam your head against the wall multiple times until you get the muscle memory down. You get your timing down, and you do it right the correct time one time, and then you pass it. And then it's like, okay, how much? How did that help me? How did I? What did I gain from that? I just learned how to do this thing, and that's it. Okay. There, it, if if there's variety, hopefully. Yes, right. uh, I I got a little bit further than Andy did. Um, I I tend to approach it in a slightly different way. I don't think of it as here is the exact step you need to do. I try to I try to bring it beyond that and and abstract it from that a little bit and say. What about this situation makes this the correct move so that I can apply it to other points and say, like, well, I have a a block that is X far away from me, and so I need to shoot it when I am Y distance away at angle theta so that I can get the boost up to the right height. I try to be able to bring that into other situations in the game as well. Uh, So I got a little further than Andy did. I got a a few levels in. Um, The boss was kind of fun. It was interesting. There is a boss at the end of the level. (laughs) Uh, I I haven't gotten that far. <laughs> I would have liked a, a little more direction on the boss because I died a few times to it. But that's part of this kind of game is learning and guessing and playing. Yeah, that um, was the other thing is when I first, okay, I started up, I get sent to this level and I'm like, okay, what are the what? controls? Yeah, but but that's a skill that I think we we tend to ignore. And that's the thing that a lot of people comment about in modern games is that there's too much hand-holding. And I, I feel like we are doing ourselves a disservice by not doing the guess and check method more. Think about the original Mario. It's one of the, the examples people go, original Mario Brothers. You press start and then you're there. Yeah, no, like the starting screen is the start of the game. There There is no move right to go right. There is no A jumps. It is just designed in such a way that you have to guess. So I, I kind of like that aspect. I, it was a little frustrating at first, but then you figure it out. You're like, okay, no, I got this. I got this. 
I feel uh, so like, like this is I feel like this is most of the let's play videos out there now is where people just jump into a game without knowing any of it and then yeah. just so the boss you have to shoot the boss to stun him and then you have to go through the level and every so often shoot the boss again to stun him otherwise he will run over you that's oh that's that's going to be interesting when I finally get to that point are you getting to that point no <laughs> probably not <laughs> okay I'll I'll keep trying it but I I, I it's one of the things where it's like you have to get your timing right. If you don't get it right, you die. You have to start over. And I, I to me, those are just the, the Twitch games. It's like playing um, like Soul Calibur or Final Fantasy where you get these super complicated combos yep. Yep. that you have to get exactly right. Watching, you have to get the yeah, timing I, down. I understand that I can see the, the craziness of watching somebody juggle another opponent in a fighting game. Yep. Or that time where somebody has zero life left and they have to manually block a 25-move combo every single time perfectly in order not to die and does it that one is watching that video and realizing what goes into that that's nuts more power to the people who can do that i just don't want to do that no i don't that's not it's not my gaming it's first person shooters is probably as much of the twitch i can get to even most of those i'm not good at most of the games now that I'm playing are either turn-based or slow-moving. One of the two. That whole twitchy stuff, I just, I just, I can't do. It's not part of my thing. Okay. So this game, not for me. If you, if you like some of the, like if most you of the like plat- super, yeah, if you like Meat Boy, uh, this is this is definitely a game to pick up. Yeah, no, but, I can see this along the same lines as Meat Boy. That one, but yeah. beyond that, maybe not. Okay. So, random topic. Random topic. Roll ahead of time. What? Yeah is your favorite line from the princess bride uh uh because uh, uh? oh my just, god yeah i know you see you like the princess bride and you get it's, all those I, lines well i tell my my trainees uh, it's the second most quotable movie in all of nerd culture what's the most quotable monty python oh of course yeah that's actually exactly what they say it, it, it's totally a setup right it's oh, yeah. it's the second most quotable what's the first one holy grail oh yeah yep. yeah yeah I, the whole like there's not a bad line in the movie i my favorite that's I, I mean i looked up if you go and look up the princess bride quotes you essentially get the script of the movie God, there's just so, i remember listening to um oh whose book was it we were listening oh, to the the um somebody's book i think it was carrie carrie's book um about the movie mm-hmm. and at the beginning of the book he just throws out all of the quotes at the very beginning it's like the princess bride and then he just he does all of them he does like inconceivable hello my name is Inigo montoya life is pain it's just boom 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 he just nails all of them out yep surrender you mean you wish to surrender to me very well i accept <laughs> like oh God. Okay, if I had to pick, if I had to pick, if I have to pick, the Billy Crystal Miracle Max scene. Oh. Uh, that, pick any any line in there. Those are, yeah, any of those. Have fun storming the castle. The castle. <laughs> Think it'll work? It'll take a miracle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the whole movie is so good, I need to go watch it now. The book actually wasn't bad that he wrote either. His his book about the movie is actually pretty interesting. His a lot of, it's a lot of the background the movie, stuff there. Which which is uh, the guy Carey's. who played Wesley? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, it's pretty good. I, I looked at a couple of the pages in it. Uh, also, the original book, The Princess Bride, was very good. The it's on abridged my version, because the, the point is that it's the book within the book. Yeah. Rest well and dream of large women. Now I'm just going down the list going, oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> is this a kissing book? <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah I'm like i've just stolen <laughs> oh what's the oh. Um, the first is starting a land war in asia yes 
most famous of which is never get involved in a land war in Asia, but only slightly less well known as this. Never go against a Sicilian when death when is on the line. Is, oh, God, it's, <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, oh, so quote, good. It's so, quote. Okay. I think, yeah, we, we're just going to quote the whole movie if we sit here. So I think we have to call it a wrap. Inconceivable. That's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening.